Welcome in to the Making It Happen in Columbia Township podcast. Today's episode, Great Things Are Coming to Ridgewood. David Kubicki, the president and Columbia Township trustee, along with Brian Lamar, also a trustee, and Melissa Taylor, township administrator with us. And we got a lot of stuff to discuss. David, take it away. Okay, uh, today our bo- podcast is going to focus on one of the largest neighborhoods in our western part of Columbia Township, which is our Ridgewood subdivision. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with Ridgewood, it's about 200 homes. Uh, it has gas lights and sidewalks, so it's really known as one of our gas light neighborhoods. And um, I have to mention that it's also very hilly. I know it from walking many, many times. And the mailboxes <laughs> are attached to the houses because I always, when I walk the neighborhood, feel sorry for the mailman. Uh, it has beautiful trees and unique homes that were built in like the 1920s. Uh, Ridgewood's located between Ambry Village and Pleasant Ridge, so they and they really closely identify with Pleasant Ridge, similar to uh, down on Wooster Pike, where the Williams Meadow in the easternmost part of the township associate with Marymount, they associate with Pleasant Ridge, and the residents really have got to be thrilled with what's going on in the Pleasant Ridge Business and Entertainment District, in addition to having the older institutions like Gaslight and Pleasant Ridge Chili, there's the new Casa Figueroa, uh, Goodfellas Pizza I've been to is, is really cool, uh, Revolution Rotisserie, and the Overlook, just exciting things going on, and that really has got to help property values when you have places like that so close. But let's take a broader look at Columbia Township, then we'll go come back to Ridgewood more specifically because we kind of want to tie the whole community together. Uh, first of all, as we talk about the investments we've made through this podcast in all parts of the Columbia Township, just want to tie it together and why it's important to everybody because we feel like a, a high tide raises all boats. And as we make investments over on, on the Wooster Pike Corridor, why is that important to Ridgewood? Well, if we keep our tax base up by keeping our businesses thriving and keep our property values up, that helps us pay the bills to, go, to provide the high quality services we provide to you. And I guess uh, let's start with the fact that, um, you know, as far as talking about the broader things with Columbia Township, uh, after two decades of service, Mike Lemon, our former administrator, decided to retire. And when that happened, I immediately reached out to a former colleague I've worked with. And I have known Melissa Taylor for how many years, Melissa? 25 and counting. 25 years. And as many of you know, in my day job, I'm a commercial real estate developer. And I met Melissa in her capacity as the economic development director with the city of Mason. I'd come in with Melissa with some large projects, and she was a master at creating economic development solutions and to help her community prosper and help me win deals and get things done. So she's also a great listener and communicator and has literally hit the ground running and had a lot going on, including COVID and other things. With that, here's Melissa Taylor. Tell her about what's going on. Well, David, I appreciate the accolades but I learned from the master in Mason. Uh, so I'm a, I have a 35-year career as an economic developer and a community builder. And what that means is economic developer is how do we bring in other people's money to a community to help support the community's quality and safety and big projects. And so one side of the house brings money in and the other side of the house looks for ways to invest it wisely. And so you mentioned Mason. And I also was in Westchester and also have been in private sector consulting nationally, helping communities do what I'm doing here in Columbia Township. And David, one of the things I remember about Mason is that you challenged us to think bigger and do better. And so when you called me and asked if I would consider coming back to Columbia as I was a former resident, one of my key decisions was that we have here a professional trustee board You've been on the board 11 years. Susan's been on the board more than 20. 
we have a diverse board and it's united. You all get along, you all work hard. There was no way that I was going to come into a community where I didn't have an amazing board to be thinking big. And I'm glad you brought that up because again, as a, my day job as a commercial real estate developer, I see other communities where the trustees have personal agendas, don't get along. And it's just bad optics, and it's really just bad for the community. So I, that's critical to us is to get a diverse group of people that all get along and trust and respect each other. So didn't mean to interrupt you. No, and I wasn't the only uh, major decision that you had to make in 2020. Uh, our former trustee, Chris Criticos, relocated out of Columbia for family reasons, and you had a chance to make a second uh, big pick with uh, Brian Lamar. Yes, that's true. Uh, after Chris moved out, I thought about uh, – people in each community and I thought it, you know, who, how can we go find a, a keep the group diverse and obviously the people I know the best are the people in my neighborhood but I realized it was more important to have a representation from all the communities uh, Ridgewood has Caroline Heakin Susan Hughes is from the center of the township uh, I'm on the easternmost part and ideally we, we were looking for somebody from Madison Place to keep them well represented too since they're such a large neighborhood uh, we considered a few people we but we all felt coming back to Brian Lamar being the perfect fit. Brian comes with a marketing background, and I know he does a lot of survey, and he's brought a lot of great ideas communicating with the public with us. And with that, Brian, I'm going to hand it off to you. Yeah, thanks, David. Um, yeah, I'm a, I have a little bit different background than, than, Mel, than Melissa does, as I'm really just a resident, and I work in marketing research for my entire career for the last 25 years. And I got involved with the um, Columbia Township a few years ago when I had concerns about flooding, and I was, I'm just a citizen. And I, I loved how um, accessible the board was. I loved how it was community-oriented, and I could call up people and talk about concerns. And I loved what they were doing for the community. So I'm super excited to join this great team. Um, I live in Madison Place. I've lived there about 15 years, and I have a lot of passion around not only Madison Place, but Columbia Township. And so I'm really, as I said, I'm excited to join such an awesome team and can just continue the great things that Columbia Township is doing and continue um, the great services and fiscal responsibility that we're doing. And I'll add that uh, Brian's pro uh, probably the biggest reason why we even sit here doing the, these podcasts and such with the, his background. So I appreciate you bringing that passion and hitting the ground running. And speaking of introductions, uh, you all uh, had a chance. Ridgewood Civic Association invited Melissa and Brian, being our newest members uh, of our team, uh, to take place in a Zoom call to basically get to know Ridgewood better, get to know what's important to them. And Brian, why don't you talk about a little bit what you learned from that? Yeah, so as I joined the team in August, I honestly had never been to Ridgewood, which is a little embarrassing. And so I was so excited that uh, Ridgewood, they have a civic association, reached out to Melissa and I to join a Zoom call with them and to learn more about it. So I'd, I'd walked the neighborhood a few times. I'd walked those hills, as you mentioned, David, and uh, met a few residents to try to understand just what a beautiful neighborhood is, it is and see what their unique concerns are. As you mentioned, you know, they're near Pleasant Ridge and Amberley Village and Golf Manor. It's different different things that they need than we need in Madison Place and other parts of the township. So I was, again, super excited to join a Zoom call with uh, Linnea, uh, Don, Courtney, Kelly, Aaron, and just learn more about them. And so um, their sense of community is impressive. Their civic association does so much for that little neighborhood. They have um, festivals and they have um, events for dog owners and events for grandparents, and events for their family. Halloween parade. Oh, 
Halloween parade, Christmas events, and it's just it's amazing. Um, that's the first thing that you learn from them, and then you also learn the just the diversity and passion people have in Ridgewood is impressive. I've talked to people in Madison Place about trying to steal the things that they've done successfully in Ridgewood to bring to Madison Place, and so. That's kind of high level, Melissa. I don't know if you want to add some. Well, I, w- I want to throw one thing in here because it's interesting. You pointed out that uh, that you've never been through Ridgewood. I would venture to say a lot of people from my neighborhood, being on the easternmost part, Williams Meadow, have never been to Ridgewood. Yep. And a lot of people from Ridgewood have probably been, been never been to Williams Meadows. That's interesting, and hopefully we can change that dynamic. Go ahead, Melissa. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. What was great about that Zoom is there was no agenda. And they wanted it that way. (laughs) The Civic Association just wanted to get to know us. And they wanted to share with us how much they love their neighborhood. And the terminology that I remember coming up over and over is, when we first found this neighborhood, we fell in love with it. And then we fell in love with its people. And then we fell in love with Columbia Township. So it was one of those really uplifting types of meetings where sometimes public meetings community meetings can be about concerns or issues and this one was truly about a group of individuals that have an amazing neighborhood and an amazing attitude about what it takes to build a community and to be a community and so it was really a terrific experience oh that's great and actually i talked to linia before who um uh, kind of arranged that for you before you guys uh, did took that call and we talked about doing a broader bigger meeting uh hopefully one day we'll be allowed to get, do it in person but if not we could do a zoom call but our objective isn't just to talk about us it's really to understand what you want to talk about so hopefully uh, we'll get to do that soon either in person or via zoom so we'll see that coming soon all right, we got much more. We're going to take a timeout. We'll come back and we'll continue with the podcast. David Kabicki, the president, Columbia Township trustees. Brian Lamar, who's also a trustee. And Melissa Taylor, the township administrator. It's the Making It Happen in Columbia Township. Great things are coming to Ridgewood podcast from ESP Media. 50 West Brewing Company and Burger Bars, one of our great community partners, located at 7605 Wooster Pike. 50 West family-friendly campus now connects with the Little Miami Scenic Trail and features plenty of outdoor seating, heated tents, fire pits, sand volleyball leagues, pickleball courts, and the best, we know this, burgers and beer in town. As the weather turns warmer, stay tuned to their social media channels for details for new outdoor programming, new seasonal beer releases, and finally, the opening of interior dining as the world returns to a new normal. Don't forget, Columbia Township residents and their families can still skate for free through March 1st at the ice rink. It's 50 West Brewing Company and Burger Bar. Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati sports news 24-7. Get the skinny only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. We welcome you back into the Making It Happen in Columbia Township podcast today featuring great things are coming to Ridgewood. David Kabicki, the president of the Columbia Township trustees, along with trustee Brian Lamar and Melissa Taylor, township administrator, discussing all that. And David, back to you to get things started in segment two. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, we were talking about Ridgewood, and we're also talking about the broader sense of investing throughout the community and why it means something to, to everybody in the community, whether it's a Wooster Pike investment means something to Ridgewood or it's an investment over in the Ridge and Highland District, what it means to the people bound by Wooster Pike or Madison Place. So uh, with that, 
our end goal or our most important topics in Columbia Township are really just to keep safe and stable neighborhoods, exceptional um, and sustainable public services, and really uh, help invest in our business districts and neighborhoods. But the question is, is how do you pay for all that? Well, since Melissa, with her economic development background, um, she's really been able to help us secure, believe it or not, over a million dollars in grants over the last year. So, Melissa, tell us a little about some of the things we've been doing. So, David, we're at a million point one in grants, and we just applied. Wow. We just applied for another one. So, stay tuned. That number is going up. So, before we talk about what we're going to spend some of the grant money on, I want to emphasize that grants are not a simple paper application. The power of achieving grants is to knowing where they are, who oversees them, and what the matches to your community. And so, David, you have significant connections regionally in your background, uh, and then I have them as well uh, in in community management. And so we have learned in bringing money to the community, relationships and connections matter. It's, it's very, very, very critical. You have to have people like you and appreciate and respect and trust you in order to get land those kind of grants. So it's been an incredible, incredible year. And grantors want to know that when they hand their money to you that you're going to Spend it wisely get things done, yes. and get a greater return uh, for the dollar. So we have three major projects that we're going to be investing in uh, here very shortly. One is on Wooster Pike Promenade uh, Shopping Center. We have four restaurants that have dining rooms only, no outdoor dining. And really, the, the outdoor the, all the outdoor restaurants, the restaurants with outdoor dining are the ones that are th- thriving. The other ones are, are struggling. So that uh, was very critical that we made made a difference down there so we knew immediately that we had to fix that and we speaking about connections again teamed up with hamilton county commissioners and hamilton county planning and development and secured a grant and we're going to uh, shortly build uh, an outdoor dining patio uh, in front of the four restaurants there and uh, it will be permanent to the building, and it will be made possible by Columbia Township and Hamilton County. And I want to add, what's really exciting is when we brought Denise Driehouse to come down and, and be a part of this to, as we, we teamed up with them in Hamilton County. They were really just excited about how close we were to our businesses and seeing how these programs they have really come to life and what it means to the business owners. So that, I'm really proud of how we were able to team up with Hamilton County on that. So we're on our second restaurant stimulus package. Last April, we were the first community out of the gate uh, to bring money to our vulnerable restaurants. And our current promotion is for gift cards. And so the point is that we want everyone to get out and support the businesses. Um, But we also want, as you said earlier, we're looking for ways for the restaurants to get to know other areas of the community and also we want to find ways to connect better with our residents and i know brian that's one of the first things you did when you started you reached out to me as a marketer and said how do we become more relevant to our residents and reach out to them yeah so as part of this we're collecting information on residents but what we really want to do all these great things that melissa and david are talking about we want to make sure it gets in the hands of the people we want this awesome information to get in front of people if it's on a postcard which a lot of people read their postcards a lot of people don't we want to make sure it's accessible so it could be through facebook it could be through the website i would encourage people to like us on facebook to hear about all the great things that we're doing and visit the website occasionally but yes in terms of connectivity um this gift card promotion is just amazing um when we're talking about redgewood it's probably a 
not even a 15-minute drive. I would encourage people to pick some restaurants over in the, in the Marymount Promenade, get to enjoy the beautiful weather we're having right now, see some beautiful, amazing food from locally owned restaurants. These are locally owned small restaurants that have struggled through the winter that um, it'll help you get a free meal, and it'll certainly help them survive as this is still ongoing. And you mentioned the good weather. I've uh, we've had When I was walking through the neighborhood on Saturday, I had many, many neighbors uh, really thank us for doing this for both the restaurants, obviously they enjoy the gift cards, but also they see our willingness or trying to get everybody to connect. So very, very good program. And Melissa, the other thing that's coming up here that we're kind of spearheading here is trying to go find ways to invest and make the neighborhoods prosper. And I think we call it a Neighborhood Economic Development Grant. NED. Ned. Yes, let's get to know Ned. So clearly we've talked about how much we're investing in our business districts and the importance of that because our business districts subsidize our community. The residents don't have to open their wallets as often because the businesses are paying um, paying the way. So we want to also, on top of what the township already is investing in a strong road program and waste and recycling programs, litter pickup, and other investments, we want to give money directly to the neighborhoods for projects that matter specifically to them, and we're calling it Neighborhood Economic Development Grants, NED. So we're looking at kicking off in April, spending about $200,000. And when you say two hundred grand, let us be specific to Ridgewood. What would, what would you see a grant going to someplace like Ridgewood and, and specifically and what they could do with it. So our larger neighborhoods, like Ridgewood we're talking about today, like Madison Place uh, where Brian lives and Williams Meadow where you live would be $25,000. Those would be the largest grants. And we're looking at 10 to 15 possibly for some of our smaller neighborhoods. So we've been doing a lot of research on the different types and talking to some of the uh, different neighbors neighborhoods to start to put the program together. And we have uh, ideas from... Uh, better signage, gateways, um, community gardens. Um, Upgrading irrigation systems, lighting. Um, you know, I think even something like Ridgewood, one of the th- thoughts I had is, is could they go in and do an, an architectural street sign program to upgrade from the traditional street signs has been one idea that's been tossed around. But really, we're looking to leave it up to them. We're saying, here's a grant. Let's get put together a committee and let's figure out how we can enhance your neighborhood and create help with uh, help home values and community pride etc what we're hearing from neighborhoods and this came out of the call with with ridgewood that brian and i were on neighborhoods want to increase their identity want to have stronger identities even within a community identity neighborhoods want their own identity and neighborhoods want a stronger connection to each other through community events and gathering spaces in the neighborhood in addition to what's in the community and so those two things came out and so that's going to be the opportunity for the neighbors to apply and to that point we also talked about possibly using some of that money to create either websites uh facebook pages or what have you so that you have a sense of identity which is you know from the halloween parades and things that happen over in ridgewood that how does somebody that's getting ready to buy a house in ridgewood look and say what is ridgewood and give it a little bit more sense of identity and have a a, a, a space to communicate you know electronically or what have you brian i don't know if you want to add anything to that um okay well with that we one other thing we need to talk about we haven't talked about yet is safety services and the up update uh, where we are safety services let's start with the hamilton county police melissa so the hamilton county police uh, sheriff's office we just renewed a three-year contract with them 
And also, David and I had a chance to go down and meet the new Hamilton County Sheriff, Charmaine McGuffey. Dynamic lady. Great lady. Very dynamic. A lot of big ideas. She has a lot on her plate, uh, both with the the jail piece and then also the community services piece. Uh, But it was a terrific meeting, and uh, we were one of the first communities to meet with her and found a lot of common common ground and it's going to be a great relationship and we're also going to try to get her in for a podcast so you can kind of meet the sheriff or what have you and maybe even do call in to ask questions but we want to really bring our hamilton county sheriffs closer to the neighborhoods more of a neighborhood type approach on the continuing theme of the podcast today uh, our business is subsidizing our outstanding services we are now in our second year where business tax revenues are subsidizing the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office without having to go back out for a new levy uh, for the Sheriff's Office. We are able to maintain the current police services and subsidize it with our business revenues. So the um, other uh, service, public safety service that's on people's minds is fire service, right? And Brian, since you're on the board, and I know, Melissa, you are as well, why don't you take the lead and give us the biggest update? I know you just came out of a meeting with them, so tell us what's going on. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, and I'll talk to Ridgewood specifically, and then we'll talk more about Columbia Township, but in Ridgewood, you're currently serviced by Gulf Manor, and we learned on the Zoom call, people love the Gulf Manor Fire Department and the service that they're receiving. Unfortunately, they're moving out of the Little Miami Fire District at the end of this year. So we're looking for new partners. But one thing that we we keep reiterating and keep saying is that you will continue to receive fantastic service no matter what happens with the Little Miami Fire District. Um, And we have options. That's the beauty of this. Um, If Gulf Manor chooses to remain open as a fire department, we will likely move forward with them to continue to service you. But we have other options, and we're, we're pursuing those options now to ensure that the best service available for the Ridgewood District um, that's all I can say about that, unless Melissa, you want to add something to that. The most important theme of the fire district reorganization is that the current exceptional services will continue. There are a lot of people working a lot of long hours to make sure that the transition is seamless for our residents. Yep. Okay. Speaking of firehouses, uh, let's talk about the old firehouse over in Madison Place. It's a historic building, and I know Melissa and the team here has been working on studies, grants, uh, to restore our old firehouse and in Madison Place and use it for, um, really keep it as a, as a community center for uh, to host possibly our meetings, uh, have the events that we've thrown in the past, have it be kind of the, the home place for that, and opening it to the community to use for graduation parties, rentals, uh, et cetera. So that's what's something we're studying now, and we, we feel pretty good about it. Melissa, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So the Madison Place Firehouse turned 70 recently, and it is ready for its second act. And we've, as you said, been talking to Uh, a group called Yard and Company, which is a national urban revitalization team, uh, to come in and look and help guide us on making the best decision for how are we going to bring that firehouse back to life. We had private choices and we had public choices, and ultimately we decided that we want to keep the firehouse and we want to give it back to the community, as you mentioned. And so we've been taking that idea out and talking to individual residents, small stakeholder group meetings, Zoom meetings, uh, outdoor meetings, indoor meetings, any way anyone would have us, we've been having those conversations and uh, talking about 
if we give this back to you, we move the town hall there, we host community uh, group events, senior events, private events, neighborhood events, sporting events, uh, and also the uh, town, the firehouse would be open uh, when it's not booked for neighbors just to pop in. And also we're going to build public park space in the front so that you can use it uh, as you're just in the area. And uh, we've gotten over the top positive comments back. People are raving. We have a lot of momentum on the project. It's tremendous. And, and again, it's only 15 minutes from Ridgewood, uh, maybe even less than that. So we're really excited about it. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of residents about it. And I didn't know this. I mean, I was familiar with that fire station as I live really close to it. And everyone I talked to was super excited. I talked to two residents who used to have events there. I didn't even know this. So the second act is re really um, it was the first act at one point. They shared this fire station with the community. We're bringing it back. I talked to Barb. I talked to Mary, who used to have events there, and they have fond memories of it. So I'm excited for people to get to see the new version of this, get to utilize it. It's back to the community. I would encourage the Ridgewood residents, if they want to see this, please come by, reach out to one of us, and we'll be happy to show you around and see what the vision is, um, because it's, it's going to be just as much your firehouse as anyone else's. Um, this will eventually be a bike trail. We'll be going through there which is part of the connectivity and so we're, we're thinking bigger picture um long term with this firehouse and so I, again i would encourage people to to ask questions about it and learn more from us yes and brian you even came up with the idea that when we do open this up and it's ready to go we would probably have a ridgewood event to come yes. meet and greet meet and greet your neighbors you know cocktails maybe hors d'oeuvres or what have you and just come see the firehouse because i think once you see it and realize how close it is you're really going to enjoy and appreciate it because we've got a lot of uh great ideas of of what can make it what can make it a really great place so and, and i think the ridgewood civic association should have some events here i mean they they do a lot of events in the streets and they do a lot of events in people's homes come to the firehouse and have some events there because we can hold a few more people especially once it gets a little safer we'll have an outdoor area it'll be beautiful and so i want to encourage them to start thinking about possibly putting events there Okay, great. I guess we will end on that great news. And uh, I appreciate everybody that took the t is taking the time to listen to this podcast. We'll continue to do more. And in the future, we want to hear what you want to talk about, etc. So thank you. we want to come to a neighborhood near you, yes. to your neighborhood. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thanks for listening. All right, a reminder, as Brian said, for more information, events, and what's going on in Columbia Township, make sure to go to the website, growingtogetheratcolumbiatownship.org. That's Columbia, T-W-P, short for township.org. Our next podcast will be on Monday, April the 12th. We do thank you for listening for Township Administrator Melissa Taylor, for Columbia Township Trustee Byron Lamar, and the President of Columbia Township Trustees David Kabicki. Thanks for being with us. It's been the Making It Happen in Columbia Township. Great things are coming to Ridgewood Edition.